Hi, I'm Elaine. I'm a redhead that reads Reddit, and I'm here with producer Dan. Hello. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Redhead Reddits and find me on Reddit user Redhead Reads Reddit. Um, this is us back after a bit of a break and back in the weirdest fucking way possible. <laughs> Not producer then, I'm quarantined down. Quarantined You down. are locked down Elaine. I am. I really am. Oh my God. Um, yeah, who would have thought when we went for a little break that um, unless you're living under a rock, obviously, then you wouldn't know. But yeah. Yeah, coronavirus has uh, gone rife and everything's shut. Yep. And we're in the UK and we've been told we're not allowed to go out anymore. Yep, except for emergency trips to the shops, yep. for food, medicine. And, and they're not allowed to go out together. No, only one person at a time. Yeah. Can't have a gathering of more than two people. <laughs> That's not a gathering. <laughs> I've been preparing for that all of my life. I must admit. <laughs> Being friendless. <laughs> the, the amount of people who are... <laughs> I've got a colleague who was proper freaking out this morning and really miserable because she said she can't cope with the the stress of being stuck at home. And I was like, this is like my dream come true. <laughs> my whole life I've been prepared for this. Just give me a blanket and I'll be fine. Yeah. Me, me and my other colleague were both going, no, this is great. I'm at home. I don't have to go out. Yeah. We are working from home though. We're not yeah, outside doing nothing. Yeah, I'm not slacking. I'm working from home and I've also got both my children um, at home and trying to get them to do schoolwork as well. Yeah. While working. Fun. That's a mm. fucking delight. <laughs> Seeing as we don't have to put up with colleagues anymore. Yeah, so yep, both of tonight's stories are about um, shitty colleagues, really, aren't they? Which I'm assuming you planned. I didn't, actually. <laughs> oh, you so could have got away with that. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> yes, I, yes, I totally planned it. So we're going to launch straight into a Reddit. Prankster workmate doesn't like it when the joke is on him. And this is from Petty Revenge, and it was submitted by Wiggle Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Years ago, when I was a youngster, just starting to make my way in the adult world, I took a job at machine shop. Since I was the new guy and a lot younger than the rest of the crew, I had to put up with a lot of practical jokes as a type of initiation hazing. It was all in good fun, mostly, so I went along with the jokes knowing that the guys would give it up after a while. And I was right. After a few weeks, when the others realised that I was a decent sort and they could rely on me to hold up my end of the work, they eased up on the teasing. All of them, that is, except for one guy. He was the shop asshole and resident troublemaker. And while most people got along with him, no one really liked him. Oh, we all know someone like that in our workplace. Yeah, don't we? <laughs> this fellow was bald as an egg without a single hair on his head. And because we were in an intellectual group, he was given the nickname Baldy. Oh, I see how they got that. <laughs> Not much of a stretch. <laughs> when the rest of the fellows quit their teasing of me, Baldy doubled his efforts and his pranks took on a mean-spirited quality. Tools I needed would go missing, or he would accidentally bump the emergency stop on the machines I operated, causing me to have to reset and reload the job. Oh, that's not just teasing, that's been a real shit given, isn't it? Yeah, it's going too far, isn't it? Yeah. It got to the point that his harassment was degrading the quality of my work, and every time I called him on it, he just told me to do something about it, trying to provoke a confrontation. So I did something about it. I figured the best way to deal with this guy was to turn the tables on him, give him a taste of his own medicine and make him look foolish in front of the other employees. This was an industrial setting, so everyone wore the usual protective gear. Hard hats, gloves, safety glasses, the works. At break times, Baldy was in the habit of putting his gear in his toolbox, topping the pile off with his upside-down hard hat. When we broke for lunch, I filed out to the break room with the rest of the crew. Then I doubled back into the shop through another door. I went straight to Baldy's workstation, and I filled the bottom of his white hard hat with at least an inch of a similarly coloured 
half and half coffee creamer. I double checked that at a casual glance, the hat would not raise suspicions. And then I rejoined my fellows and had a very nice lunch. Break time was over. We all went back to the shop. I hid around a corner, giggling, as Baldy geared up to start work. He picked up his hard hat and plopped it on his head. As he did so, all of that half and half cream ran down his safety glasses and over his face Aww. in thick, sticky streams <laughs> of goo, making him look like the guest of honour at a Bukaki party. <laughs> <laughs> he stood there, spluttering and cursing at the top of his lungs, while the rest of the crew gathered around him, laughing and shouting encouragement. Baldy always hated me after that, but he never messed with me again, and no one called him Baldy anymore either. He'd always hated that nickname, but I think he would have readily gone back to it if he could, because his new nickname among the crew was Money Shot. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great story. Fantastic. To the comments. To the comments. Avon Lanza says, and now that he's watching for Creamer, you put a bit of shoe polish on the cushions of his hard hat, so next break he takes it off with a big ring around his head. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. Super, 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 super witty. <laughs> I've had too many martinis. <laughs> super witty. Used to, I says, I used to work in construction. One co-worker smeared grease in the sweatband of another co-worker. Black line across the forehead all day. He turned around the next day by smearing a habanero pepper into the sweatband. Oh. The poor guy kept crying all day while sweating. He ended up with a huge rash that took a week to heal. Randy Bob two seven five asks, "How hot are habino peppers?" Habino, habino, habino. We have those over here. I don't think we do. I don't do. think we do. No. Uh, and ty four three two one ty says, according to this Wikipedia article, they are ten to thirty five times hotter than the hottest jalapeno. <laughs> according to my taste buds, they're the worst peppers. Even ghost peppers are more enjoyable to eat than those little devils. Sod that. I don't get any pleasure from eating really, really hot food. No. No, I, I like a bit of spice, but I like to have the taste of food. Yeah. When you have something that just makes your whole mouth burn, yeah. I don't see the point No enjoyment me. there. No. Yeah. When I was an apprentice many, many years ago, one of the managers um, rode a motorbike, and so did the owner of the company. And the manager took the owner of the company's helmet and got um, garlic paste, pure garlic paste, and ground it into the mouth area of the helmet uh, and then when they were all leaving poor manager had to, to ride for 60 miles with this garlic <laughs> oh my god my dad always told me a story about a place that he worked at which was like quite near another industrial setting when he first started out as an apprentice and he said that there was there was an old bloke who worked there who was really miserable yeah and he said he used to when he'd finished his work he used to take his shoes off and he'd slide his feet into like these scruffy slippers that he mm. would put on as he'd go for his break um, and they thought it was hilarious that they nailed the slippers to the floor <laughs> one day because he would just literally slide his foot in and then walk straight off. Yeah. And they nailed it down and he put his foot in it and then fell over. <laughs> <laughs> it's harsh. <laughs> harsh but fair. Um, Use Extra Commas says, at a plant I worked at, they would send a new guy, if he was green enough, to the guard shack to get the wood stretcher because the board wasn't long enough. The guard was a cranky old guy that would call them an idiot and then send them back. When I started, I was really green. My co-worker told me to get the wood stretcher from the other end of our department. He was so sincere, I wanted to see that, what he thought a wood stretcher was. Halfway there, I realised what was going on and called myself an idiot. <laughs> so at least he spotted it before he actually went all the way to the end and got shouted at. You might need to explain that one to me. Wood stretcher? There's no such thing as a wood stretcher. You can't stretch wood. 
So if a board wasn't long enough. Oh, I'm thinking of like a stretcher made out of wood. I'm thinking that's perfectly, <laughs> that's perfectly normal. <laughs> See, when I was younger, I got sent for a long wait. So, yeah. Oh yeah, we need to break something. We need a long wait. I was like, right, I can see exactly where this is going, but I'm 17. I better go and do some sold. Yep. Yeah. Used to be a long stand. Long stand. Yeah. Or yeah. a tartan paint. Yes. Um, glass drill bit. Ah, oh, do you know about that one? Yeah, no. but the downside with that is they've now got drill bits for glass. So oh, she can't use that yeah. anymore. No, never that. They did used to do it when I used to work at Index many, many years ago. Um, they used to do that with the, the newbies that they'd send them off for a long wait and long stand and things. Yeah. Um, and the other one that they like to do was things like, you, you know, I bet you can't fit in there. I mean, like the little lifts <laughs> that they would send stuff down to the shop floor in. And obviously they'd get in and they'd go, ha and close the thing and send them down to the shop floor. Yeah. And you'd be working on the shop floor with customers. And, there, and then you'd open the lift and some <laughs> terrified 16-year-old boy would fall out of the lift. <laughs> you send me back up, please? Yeah, that was the more of it. would just go, oh, stay there. <laughs> Don't want it. <laughs> Reject stamp on his forehead. <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> what the hell is this? I said, um, I worked at Domino's for about a year. We had a similar joke. We'd pull the newest hire aside and tell him to go to the back and get the dough repair kit because we had a hole in one of the pizzas. When he came back and said he couldn't find it, all of us groaned in frustration and told him to call one of the other nearby stores, who would always tell him to call another and another and another. It was always fun to listen to until they called the last store and were promptly told that they'd been had. Oh, please. <laughs> what the hell is this replied? Um, the stores in the area knew which ones would tell the newbie he was being made fun of, so they sent him to a different one. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's organised chaos for them. Yes. Um, last guy I did it to ended up calling every store in the region. Only the very last store told him what was going on. He had started to freak out a little by that point, though, so I was close to ending the joke, but it was done for me. Oh, <laughs> poor boy. It was done for me, she say. Yes. Done for me. <laughs> Aknishk. <laughs> oh, come on with the names. <laughs> it's like they know I'm going to have to try and read them out. At my first job, I was asked to go to a client to pick up documents and return them to the office. The place was a restaurant called Gaylord, and I was shown on a map where to find it. I get to the street, and after a couple of minutes of not seeing it, and this was just before smartphones, so I couldn't check maps. Plus, I didn't want to ask anyone if they knew where Gaylord restaurant was. It dawned on me that this was probably a prank that they play on the new guys. Just before I was going to head back, I thought I'd give it one last check, and hidden behind some scaffolding was Gaylord restaurant. Oh, Turns out it wasn't a prank, and the manager probably would have been pissed if I'd come back with nothing. I understand why he thought it was a prank, though. Oh, you? God, yeah. Uh, guess I'm on Reddit now. Says, when I was a young teenager, I was a dishwasher at a family-owned diner. We pulled stupid pranks back in the kitchen all the time. A common one was if you left a soda unattended, someone would put Tabasco sauce in it. You can't see it in cola, so you take a sip and it would be disgusting. One guy who had always pulled his prank got tired of me getting him back, so he started drinking Sprite because it's clear, and he figured he would see the Tabasco if someone dropped it in. Well... One day, I decided to dump half his Sprite and top the cup off with vinegar. <laughs> his reaction after taking a giant confident sip was the absolute best. Going forward, my colas were Tabasco free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so, so grim. grim. Oh, you imagine it, the taste. It's like that one with the video where they have people with the McDonald's cup, yep. uh, thing with the straw in it and they put the straw inside something else. Inside the hot sauce sachet. Uh, oh. No. Um, and then on to our next story about another arsehole colleague and this is am i the arsehole for ignoring a co-worker who refused to use my actual name i've worked in my office for eight years i'm on good terms with management and most of my co-workers five months ago a new guy was hired on a six-month probationary period i'm not his supervisor 
but I'm definitely a senior employee. I'll call the guy Ted Faro because he's a dick. No idea who that is. I don't know who that is. Maybe it's an American thing. It must be. Okay. Supervisor was going around introducing Ted to people, and when he got to me, he said, this is John, and described my job. Ted said, hi, Jack. Me. It's John. Ted. What? My name's John, not Jack. Ted. It's close enough for me. Supervisor butts in. His name's John, not Jack. Let's move on. This continued for a few months. Despite reminders from supervisors when he referred to me when I wasn't present, and myself, he continued to use the name Jack. I finally told him, you either use my name or I ignore you completely, no matter what the situation is. His response was, sure thing, Jackie boy. Since I don't work directly with him, I figured screw it and I'd ignore him. Recently, he had a two-day business trip that required car rental. I work late some nights and Ted came to me and says, Hey Jack, I'll be dropping the rental car off at 7 when I get back. See you there for a lift back to the office. They closed at 6 and there's a drop box. As promised, I ignored him. 7.15 rolls around on the night he's dropping off and I get a call. I recognise his number so I ignored it. He calls seven more times and then starts emailing. The first one was along the lines of, Jack, I'm at Enterprise, come pick me up. Emails pour in every five to ten minutes, addressing me as Jack, Jacko, Jackie and Jackie boy. The emails also started being laced with profanity and a couple of threats. I signed out and went home. It was raining, hard. <laughs> Next morning, I saw that Ted had sent a few more emails. I printed them off and at 10 o'clock, he storms into my desk and screams, Where the fuck were you? I told you when to pick me up. I had to take a cab. Do you know how much that cost me? He goes on like that for a bit until his supervisor came, hauled him away and asked to speak to me. Supervisor says, Ted tells me that you ignored his request for a pickup when he dropped off the rental. He was caught out in the rain. I relayed what happened and showed him the printed emails. I'd highlighted the threats. <laughs> Supervisor. I can see why you wouldn't want to spend time around him, but it was still kind of inconsiderate to leave him stranded in the rain. That's not the greatest neighbourhood and he could have been hurt. He sighed and said, With the threats and him being on probation, he no longer works here. Just try not to be an arsehole in retaliation to your co-workers. A few people at the office have commented that I'm the jerk for ignoring Ted and getting him riled up, which then got him fired. So, Reddit, am I the arsehole on this? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I think I think he did really well to have not lost it beforehand. I I know how annoying it is. You know when somebody says your name wrong deliberately. Yep. I used to work with somebody who she was a lovely lady, but she used to call me Laney <laughs> instead of Elaine. And it's like no, my my name is not Laney, and it it's like nails down a chalkboard to me to be called that. <laughs> And she did it all the time for years. And I kept saying, Elaine, it's fine. I'm wearing a fucking name tag. <laughs> yes. So it is. And to have it completely wrong like that, it is, it's really annoying. Yeah. I do feel a little bit bad for Ted um, for being left out in the rain and, and all that time. And right. I dare say Ted must have thought it was just a, a big laugh or a joke. But also, Ted, screw you. So, <laughs> yeah. Onto the comments. Now, unfortunately, this person has deleted their account. So we only have their comment. Um, and they said, not the arsehole. Ted got himself fired. You didn't force him to swear, make threats, and he could have asked the company for a reimbursement on the cab fare. I don't know why people think they're entitled to favours. And what he was asking for was a personal favour, not something that's part of your job requirements, from people that they've been disrespectful to. Car Help 2017 replies, yeah, does Uber not exist in OP's location? There are no buses. The guy doesn't have any other friends he can call. Probably He's... not. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He just can't remember their names. <laughs> 
is, is, is Bob there? There's no Bob here. <laughs> he seriously has no other way than OP to get to the office, and he just drops off a rental car in the rain before confirming his pickup. Usually a check-in text or a phone call or waiting until the pickup actually arrives. That's bananas. This person would probably last about five minutes where I work because we're not in the habit of hand-holding adults who should be able to get from point A to point B. Correct. Yep. The Roth of the Groth has said, with an attitude like his, I'm not surprised there weren't other people willing to do him a favour. Emmy Mame says, to add, it feels like a total power move by Ted on OP. Why ask him, considering their relationship? And Emmy Mame says, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Emmy Mame, for some reason, replied to her own... Oh, she did. How bizarre. <laughs> Crack on, Emmy Mame. We don't mind. It's, it's possible yourself. I maybe had cut something out <laughs> this <laughs> in is... my amazing, skillful editing. <laughs> this is pre-lockdown, so we can't even claim that Emmy Mame has just gone a little bit stir-crazy. No. Something to herself. Maybe it was me. <laughs> I went stir-crazy. <laughs> Mildly arousedly said that's all it was. He was making a play for dominance. And Trisha Militia, great name, <laughs> says, I'm still wondering why OP was the designated driver at all. Not the arsehole. Fourth to fly, quotes, the guy doesn't have any other friends he can call. And says, guys like Ted don't have friends. They only have people who endure them. If Ted called one of these, they would demand compensation in some way. Plus, Ted saw OP as a resource, not as a person. He concluded he was entitled to tell John that John was to be there waiting for him because only Ted mattered. Nope, no, nope, could I trouble you? Or would it be possible? It was, I need a ride. You'll give me that ride. You'll be there waiting. And that is the worst bit, is that attitude yeah. of, you know, you owe me. It's like, no, no, I don't. Mm. Fuck off. Um, Zek Honeybee has said, not the arsehole. What is that dude's problem? Why on earth would he think it's okay to not call you by your actual name? Especially when you've been repeatedly asking. The dude sounds like a massive arsehole. And I'm happy for you that he no longer works at your company. I must admit, I have called people by the wrong name or given them nicknames or said what I thought was jokes to them. And they said to me, don't. And you go... Shit, I'm really sorry. Yeah. You don't carry on. You go, I wasn't meant to offend you, and I'm really, really, really sorry. Yeah, well, that's it, because quite a lot of names do get abbreviated. Yeah. You know, there's an awful lot of names, you know, like, I don't know, like Frederick would get abbreviated to Fred. Yeah. But if Fred doesn't like being called Fred and likes to be called Frederick, you call him Frederick. I didn't think my name could be abbreviated, but there's quite a few people that have shortened Dan to shithead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweetheart. <laughs> no, but... Jersey Keeves quotes, what is that dude's problem? And says, I don't see, see where he even asked OP to do him a favour. See you there for a lift back to the office. Really, OP says he doesn't work directly with Ted. So why should OP be put in the position of driving who knows where to pick him up? Unless OP's senior position is shuttle driver, then Ted was completely out of line on multiple counts. Maybe that's a twist. Maybe maybe he's a cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. will be there. And you it's will pick up at seven. Shuttle <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> termite said, I had an employee like this about two years ago. Everything seemed fine her first couple of days, but there was another employee she decided to bully in this exact same way, and it clearly wasn't a mistake. She was calling a female employee by a male name that starts with the same letter, and this was after being corrected many times, along the lines of Albert rather than Angie. She even did it in emails. This wasn't even done in a subtle way. After about a week of this, I sat the bully down one-on-one, -on -one, I'm the manager of the group, by the way, and asked why she insists on calling this employee the wrong name. She denied everything, even while I was holding the emails in my hand. <laughs> I kind of stammered, uh, I have quite a lot of evidence to the contrary, so please knock it out. She went back to her desk, worked another hour or so, and then quietly collected her things, sent an email to HR saying that she was resigning because of poor treatment from management. And that was that. Some people are baffling. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, she went back to her desk and worked for an hour, and they went, actually, fuck this. <laughs> She's not that. No, I can't do it. <laughs> 
Lady Smarty says, not the arsehole. OP, if you do X, then I'll do Y. Ted does X. OP does Y. Ted, Pikachu face. <laughs> I can picture that perfectly in my <laughs> Me <head>. too. <laughs> Cherry Bombs says, came here to say this. This is all that needs to be said. Perfect response. Not the arsehole. Xcal2 said, I did the same thing when a co-worker decided it would be funny to address me as millennial instead of by my name. Nope. Nope. Just reply back, okay, boomer. <laughs> my kids did that to me. They said, okay, but I was like, no, I am Generation X. <laughs> the kids did that to your mum and dad as well. And your mum and dad didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Uh, okay, boomer. I said, I said, I'm Generation X and I'm, I'm not even asked enough to be able to really tell you why. <laughs> but No. <laughs> Uh, finally, this is just one last little one, and this is very pertinent to our current situation. <laughs> and this was from um, Casual UK, I think it was. Um, my local supermarket has bouncers at the door. I asked him if I'm okay to wear trainers. He wasn't <laughs> impressed. <laughs> and it but was um, Speeted. 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 Said um, it was, sigh, it was just a joke in these hard times. <laughs> Sometimes we should point out we actually have got bouncers on the doors of supermarkets. Some are adopting a one in, one out policy, like it is a nightclub. I think it's mainly supermarkets. Uh, supermarkets. <laughs> We're talking about supermarkets. No more drinks for me after this. Um, so I think it's mainly in cities that this is an issue. Yeah. I mean, you don't see that locally, do you? When we walk down to our local shops, there's, there's no bouncers there. But I think cities. Oh, do you know what? I might get suits and booty tomorrow and just go down to the local shop and. See how many people. What's your name, Joanna? Joanna? No, sorry, Joanna. Name's not down. <laughs> Name's no bread for, no for you today. <laughs> Turn around. Come back with a parent. <laughs> uh, groundbreaking Swan comments only letting the girls in at the moment, lads. Have <laughs> <laughs> said, I used to love that when I was um, when I was a teenage girl. I used to go out clubbing. I bet you did. That I'd used to. There'd be a massive long queue of people waiting to go into the club, and me and my friend would flounce up to the very front in our little tiny skirts and say, um. Is this really a cue for girls? And they go, oh, no, you're right, love. And that was it. Brilliant. <laughs> Used to be great. The other thing as well is that um, in some supermarkets, they're only letting in the elderly and the vulnerable at certain times and locking out everyone else, mm. um, which makes this next one funny. Yes. So this is from Deanes saying, going to need to see some ID, mate. It's part of the Challenge 65 policy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've just said that. In America, they probably don't have it. We have Challenge 25 over here, which is if you look 25 or under, even though the legal age limit is 18, you get challenged to show your ID. Ridiculous. Not like when we were younger. I know. Going into the off-license age 13, going, like a bottle of cider, please. <laughs> You're 18. Yeah, I've left my ID at home. Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> I was going to pubs at 14. Yes, you were. Oh, no. uh, I was trying to go to pubs at 14. What's <laughs> so much easier for girls. Uh, Prometheus is free. Says on the bright side, it's good to see some doormen aren't out of work now. The pubs are shut. Pubs are shut. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just moved down the road to the co-op. <laughs> Avakul has says, bouncers just go where the knobheads are. <laughs> that's true as well. And that's definitely the case at the moment. I can't believe people are hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> oh, toilet paper and pasta. What the fuck's wrong with you people? I know. Do what I did. Hoard the gin. <laughs> <laughs> now hoarding indicates that you've put it away somewhere. <laughs> But I have. In I your have. stomach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm working on that. As it's in a temporary storage zone at the moment of the cupboard. But the best of it, we went shopping the other week before all of this had really kicked off and I bought another bottle of gin and came home and I went to put it in the cupboard and went, do not let me buy any more gin. It can't There's fit no in the cupboard. 
<laughs> There's no more room in the gin cupboard. <laughs> it's got to be done. <laughs> Good work in order says, we go where people can't control themselves. I was surprised to be posted to Morrison's, but considering how fucking stupid people are behaving right now, I would like to be issued with a taser. <laughs> <laughs> and emuboy85 says, tasing knobheads in Morrison sounds like an exciting job change. I wouldn't mind that. I think it'd be great. Well, my children joke about the fact that I could not be a police officer because if I had a taser, I would tase fucking everybody. He looked at me funny. <laughs> <laughs> I said people who were on top of bridges thinking they might commit suicide, I would tase them just to get them safely down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to hope they fall the right way. <laughs> no, you'd put a blanket or something. You'd have a load of people holding a blanket. Oh, like, right. like in a circus. <laughs> holding like a trampoline at the bottom. <laughs> tase <laughs> them. <laughs> Cash. Yes, um, so that's all we've actually got time for today. Um, all I can say is that I hope that all of you are enjoying your quarantine as much as I am. Yep. Um, quick tip, gin. <laughs> gin or cocktails? We're on cocktails this we evening, aren't we, for a bit of variety? What do we call it? Um, martini, quarantini it martini. A quarantini martini. <laughs> quarantini martini. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not allowed to say my isolation across the nation. <laughs> No, because you said that on my podcast. <laughs> it's because it's so hilariously oh funny. I don't even know where it came from. It makes it groan every time. I'm, I'm currently working on new lyrics for a blues flyby fly song. God. For it got the city on lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> what was it your daughter came out with? <laughs> Drive by and hand sanitizer. Yeah, oh, I can't think. I can't think where it is now. I'll watch this space. <laughs> God help us all. That's it from us. Goodbye. Goodbye.